Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Zone Time, everybody. I'm Julian. Avery's here. Sam is here. Omar is here. First off, we got we got to do some housekeeping. We got to give some congratulations real quick here. Uh, in the last week, uh, it's come to my understanding that uh, Sam and uh, Avery have gotten themselves some new podcasts. So uh, congratulations to y'all on uh, being the new hosts of uh, Game Over in your respective uh, cities. So just really quickly, just wanted to shout that out uh omar you don't have any new podcast so there's nothing for us to congratulate you about unfortunately uh that's fine i mean beliefs are okay that's all i need for now for now <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing is burning yet uh, uh this past weekend in uh alberta in edmonton uh, i got to watch my first ever battle of alberta and uh, Avery and I, we actually got to meet up in person. And uh, the outfit he's wearing is pretty similar to what he was wearing that day we met up for the first time anyway. Did the Avengers, yeah. did the Avengers theme song play in the background when you two met up? <laughs> it should have. <laughs> we needed it to play. Literally. <laughs> so that means, uh, Sam, you are the only person on the show I haven't met in person yet. That'll change. I hope That's so. That's going to change. Yeah. That has to change. Uh, if I'm able to go to Vancouver at some point this year, that's my hope. Uh, we will meet Canada. up in person. Hopefully, that would be, be less awesome. Chaos. Yes. Yes. And maybe we get to, I get to meet Baby Zone Time. Baby Zone Time. That I thought to you were going to say Bruce Boudreau. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I want to be Bruce. I was like, yo. <laughs> yo, tell him, we'll go on, hey, Julian. <laughs> Do you think Bruce Boudreaux would be responsive to a Wagwan A? Oh, he's from he, Toronto, of course. That's a good point. Of course, he's from Toronto, man. Of course, hundred. You think he would? You think he would do that? You think he? Hundred percent. He'd do that. He'd be like, yeah, you like, uh, like he'd just be like, oh, I know what that means. Yeah, Bruce would do exactly. Yeah. Like, he would give. He would give you the nod. The like, no words, <laughs> no words, just a silent nod, just respect. After he just cross paths, that's it. As long, as long as he gives the nod and he doesn't try to like respond back in some kind of beat up patois like oh. response, you know, yeah. that would be pretty tough. Like Brad Pitt meet Joe Black. Oh, oh yeah! Boy. If y'all ever look that up, like Brad Pitt speaking, <laughs> it, I forget yeah, that in that movie, and I'm just like, yeah, what? Like yeah, seriously, that's crazy. It, but like anyway, uh, <laughs> I meant Sam, not. Bruce Boudreaux and I bet uh, Baby Zone time when that comes. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> we've got some housekeeping out the way. There's one thing I should mention, though. Um, my intention was for today's podcast to be fun and free of any, you know, tough stories, drama and stuff. And uh, just to kind of peel the curtain back a little bit. Normally on the day we record these shows, that's when uh, we come up with topics. Like I'll, I'll, I'll message uh, some of the, uh, the higher ups at Yahoo. Uh, just about what we think would be a good idea to talk about on any given day. 
And uh, there's one topic that I hope we'll be still be able to get to by the end of this show. Uh, and I was like, you know what? Like, we could finally talk about this because there's nothing bad going on. Nothing broke. And then within, within 10 minutes of me sending that email, uh, we learned news of Hockey Canada uh, apparently having not one, not two, a third slush fund uh, used to pay out uh, victims of sexual assaults. It's uh, we're not going to spend too long on it, but uh, what the hell? Seriously, like. Avery not really that much of a surprise. Avery said it best last week. Like at this point, like who knows how many they have. And if anything, it just, if there is, okay. I understand people who like, haven't been like following and reading every single article and stuff at mm-hmm. this point. I don't know how you say, well, you know, but like, I, I don't know how you do that when it comes to hockey Canada, assuming that still is what it's, this name is going to be afterwards, because <laughs> They, there is absolutely no way they can get any trust to recur any trust or have any sense of positivity after all of this stuff. The fact that there were still things coming out. And I think, I don't know if it was in the same article or a different article, but there was descriptions about like reasons as to why they don't want more information coming up or, or because, you know, whatever, like I'm paraphrasing here, mm-hmm. like, allowed people to ask more money of them in different settlements and stuff so it's just like it's 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 so bad and i feel like it's gonna get so worse but again it just speaks to the importance of the decision that took place earlier where the heads have stepped down or they're going to be replaced so yeah if you're a person that thinks that they're that this is being overblown stop because it's not I couldn't have said it better myself. Remember, this all came out after uh, Scott Smith and uh, the rest of the board of directors came down. And hat tip to Katie Strang from The Athletic uh, for breaking that story. Unless anyone else has anything else, has anything they want to add to this particular topic, because I said we wouldn't spend long on it. We will pivot to the fun NHL stuff and act like nothing's wrong. No, I'm kidding. We wouldn't never act like nothing's wrong. But you get what I mean here with the hard pivots and stuff. Uh, I'll just chip in and like I said last week, how many more are there? We now know there's three. Like, when does it end? Is there a fourth, a fifth? Like, are you gonna get down? Are you gonna get the double digits? Like, it never seems to end. Every couple of weeks, we hear more news that's even worse than the last story. So I'm just gonna say, like, when is it gonna end? It's embarrassing. It's disgraceful. It is. Yeah, I don't really have a lot more to add other than, you know to the extent that you need multiple funds for uninsured claims. Like I, I think there are very valid legal reasons for having a fund for uninsured claims. That is a prudent thing to do. But to the extent that you have three, some of which are deliberately concealed in parliamentary hearings and from your financial statements, uh, there, there are a lot of questions for me about why an organization would choose to do that how many claims are you dealing with every year that you need three separate funds and why when you know when you're before parliament and there you've been chastised for not being transparent multiple times and you've had these things come to light against your wishes multiple times how many more times do we have to do this like do they not understand how bad, how much worse it looks every single time? Like, I just, I don't understand the strategy at all here. 
I don't either. We are at a point where you could legit do like you could start asking what the over under is on 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 what how many funds are there. I saw some like I posted in the in the group chat of someone posting the gif of of LeBron after he gets uh, he, he's doing his first press conference in Miami and he's like not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven. Like it's turned into a meme. It, that's basically what this has become now. Like Hockey Canada losing credibility day by day. We are at a point now where we can start memeing the process. Like that's that's how bad it has gotten for for this federation. Whether it has to be renamed to Canada Hockey, uh, to to make things better, whether it's getting all these different people to be on board to try to make it better. I'm not sure what has to happen to do that. But right now, like it's just it's getting worse and worse. It's like we've 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 tried to clear out all the people who were doing bad. They've all stepped aside, and this still reeks of terribleness, if that's even a word. Anyway, we've exhausted as much as we can talk about this. I'm sure we're going to have to talk about this a lot more, uh, but I'm glad we did make time uh, to discuss it. All the while, uh, the NHL season in full swing. Some teams have played two games. Some teams have played three, four games. Uh, there are some teams uh, who are not looking too good out of the gate, and I thought it would be uh, would be cool of us if we played this little game. Is it too soon to be worried? I'm going to mention a team that uh, is not doing too hot, and I'm going to leave it to y'all, and I'll chime in too, to let me know if uh, we should be worrying about their start or or not. Uh, about, about five teams. Uh, you can let me know if uh, we should be worried or not. I want to start with the Vancouver Canucks and uh, Bruce Boudreaux, our good friend. Uh, you know, should we be worried about Bruce and the Canucks? Oh, okay, we were so guys. Before... I, was lo- I was looking at Sam the entire time. <laughs> Sam was smiling, and I was like, "Oh, she knows what's coming." I'm sorry. Uh, I was actually going to say earlier we were talking about how I'm I'm the only person on this show that julian hasn't met in person and yes how he's gonna come meet me in baby's own time and omar thought he was gonna say meet bruce, bruce boudreaux and when 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 you said that i actually was gonna say he wants to meet bruce boudreaux he should probably come sooner rather than later the way things are going <laughs> and bruce sorry that's that's not a knock against bruce boudreaux i actually think he did an incredible job the last half of the season last year with the team he's been given. Um, and I think if it were up to the fans, he's incredibly popular. Like he is a coach who has the right sense of humor and right temperament for a market like Vancouver. Um, and so in some ways, I think that helps a lot. I think the obvious issue is he was hired before they hired Rutherford or Alvin, and he is not the president or the GM's coach. And so that's the easiest guy to jettison when you're not doing well. That being said, the players obviously like him. They all spoke super highly of him last year. And I'm not sure looking at this roster that a different coach would have done better. Like their issue right now, isn't the systems. It's not the coaching. It's that JT Miller has been on the ice for all eight goals against in both games. (laughs) I saw that he's, he himself has conceded that his defensive game has been trash. Their special teams have been atrocious. Although I think 
there's nothing really to worry about on the power play. That'll shake itself out over 82 games. But the biggest issue is they have no defensemen. Like Jim Rutherford started the season with a, with a quote that is going to stick around forever, which was this defense is quote, certainly adequate if healthy. We are two games in. Yeah. He said, this is a blue line that is quote, certainly adequate if healthy. Love when GMs are honest. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's exactly what you want to hear about your defense core. We're two games in. They don't have Tyler Myers. They don't have Travis Dermott. Tucker Pullman is now out. So you're down to Quinn Hughes, OEL, Luke Shen. And I mean, it's, it's kind of like, I'm kind of on the fence about it because it's like, okay, yeah, you lost those three guys. And if they're healthy, they're serviceable. And it is bad that you're down to three regular defensemen. But also if your team's success is dependent on Tucker Pullman, Travis Dermott, and Tyler Myers, there are bigger issues here than the coach. That's true. Yes. <laughs> certainly. Ad- can you can you repeat that one more time? That, it's that my fantasy quote? hockey team name. Certainly adequate if healthy. That's hilarious. <laughs> You could use that for like so many like different things it's, yeah. like in your life. I'm trying to think of a joke in my head. It's taking way too long for me to come up with it. But when that they, is one when of they the announced this week that they were they signed Biaxa to a one day contract so he could retire as a Canuck, yeah. the oh. overwhelming response from people was, "He can probably play another season." On <laughs> like, can he play? Just ask this to Deans. They're working the organization, right? Just have a conversation. Like, listen, Kevin. Listen, man. You see what Boston's doing? They brought back Krejci and they brought back Bergeron. You want to do that here, you know? Just you're telling me Kevin Bieksa <laughs> right now wouldn't be better than Tucker Pullman. Let him play five, ten minutes a night. Yeah. Even, like seven yeah. defensemen. Let him do it. Literally, yeah. Yeah. Run the seven eleven. Should be fun. Should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so officially, are we saying are we worried about Vancouver? Are we not worried about Vancouver? Or are we just gonna just say we're on the fence? Feels. Like I don't know. I don't. Like Sam brought up a lot of good points. <laughs> he did. I brought up a lot of good points. And I think it's like, it might be, a, you know how there's a team like every year that like this injuries like hit them like at the worst opportunity, like in a row. And then they just fall into a hole at the beginning of the season and they just can't get back up. I wonder if Vancouver is kind of heading in that position. I did read that like Ilya McKayev is coming back, but that still mm-hmm. doesn't answer the what's happening with the defense thing. So it's either, okay, like, is Thatcher Demko just going to, like, go, like, God mode the entire season? Or would the, is this going to be a year where, like, they're going to have to, like, you know, have, like, I don't know, have a meeting and, like, wake up a little bit or try to see if they can, you know, squeeze any squeeze blood from the stone a little bit? Because, like, yeah, if injuries are the issue and the blue line wasn't improved over the over the offseason, then it may be one of those years where we blame the coach, even though there's no, even though there are, there are other options or other issues that are taking place, which, oh, that kind of sounds familiar. Vancouver, <laughs> Vancouver blaming the coach when it was actually the GM's fault. Where does squeeze blood from the stone come from? I don't know. Everyone, every, every time I hear that line, it, it's always used when talking about John Tortorella. So it's like, what? Oh, yeah. Every single time, every single time people are like, oh, how's the team going to be? Like, well, you know, John Tortorella knows how to squeeze blood from the stone. So, you know, they're probably going to be good, even though they're, even though they're not. My, can I, can I say something yes. quickly? I mean, the Philadelphia the Flyers are making a mistake. They're, where were they? Where are they? They're making a mistake. 
They won two games. Stop it. They did. Stop they it. Did. Stop they winning did. games. Did you see the thing with Connor Bedard has 19 points in like mm. six games or something? Stop yeah. it. And like every, almost all of his goals are like high, highlight Stop it. Goals. I don't understand. Yep. Stop it. There's like Be 140 bad. shots across how many games. He's getting like 10 shots a game. Stop it. Say, though, did they really beat the Canucks or did the Canucks beat themselves? I Damn. mean, I think that so all two games the Canucks were beating themselves. <laughs> Oh, man. Canucks were up 2 nothing in a game they had no business being up 2 nothing in. They had, like, two shots by the end of the first period. Ooh. Against Damn. the Flyers. Ooh. Remember when we thought the Flyers were going to be this, like, chaotic, like, team that wasn't going to go anywhere, and it was just going to be drama? They're 2-0. Like, I... I I'm as shocked as you are. Omar. I'd be so pissed if I was a Flyers, sign, a Flyer, Flyers fan. I'd be seething. On that same note, you know who else should be pissed? Chicago Ooh. fans should be pissed at Jason Dickinson for having that outrageous game. I think oh, he had a yeah. four-point night. He had a That's four-point right. night, two shorthanded assists, and a goal, and everyone's like, uh, they're trying to lose. What are you doing? That's oh, hilarious. You know, you know I would, be, I, you go ahead. It'll be funny if one of these tanking teams has like a 95-point season by accident. <laughs> <laughs> Those end of those end of season meetings, they come in like you had one freaking job. I brought you in here to make the team. Like it, it's a it's a player that's like a pending UFA, and they're saying like, yeah. "Hey, hey, so like, what's my next deal?" He's like, "Next deal, I brought you here to make the team bad. Get the freak out of my office." <laughs> like, <laughs> to be fair, it's not like Chicago's fault that apparently Jason Dickinson was bad last season because he played the entire season with a broken hand, and the Canucks didn't know, and neither did he. What? What? Did you not see this? Jason Dickinson revealed the other day that uh, he played most of last season with a broken hand that he did not know about. And somehow the Canucks medical staff never diagnosed. I just want to say this, and I don't mean to generalize here. Hockey players could be some of the dumbest people when it comes to playing through pain. Who's your doctor? Dr. Nick? How the Yeah, seriously? (laughs) How the hell you play through a whole season? With a broken hand, and you don't know. You don't wake up one day, you're like, huh, you know, there's something going on in my hand. But it's I like, I can't not... seem to grip this stick tight. But it's not clear to me if he, like, at some point went to the staff and was like, there's something wrong with my hand, and like, they didn't diagnose it, or if like he just never went to them. Like, there is no clarity in where like, this went wrong. What did they say? Put some Vicks on it or put, do some Robitussin? Like, uh-huh. over there. <laughs> Bro, they gave him an icy hot patch and set him on his way. <laughs> <laughs> you're my hand sore. Yo, here you go. Here you go. Drink some fine. ginger ale. You're good. You're good. Yo. You're fine. Jason Jason Dickinson's mom is from uh Saint from Vincent. St. Kitts and Nevis, right? St. Vincent, Kitts, right? Yeah, St. Kitts. Yeah, yeah. One of them Caribbean islands. That's that, yeah. he, that no. staff is gonna get destroyed. Yo, he probably got given some bush tea by his mom or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a heal up. Yo, drink this. Yo, drink this. <laughs> Yo, no shade oh to Jason Dickinson. I'm sure he tried to figure out what the hell he was going through. But I have a hard time. Look, look. And if I was getting paid all that money and I'm trying to play through a season, and I felt something was wrong, like I would do everything I can to ensure that like, that gets healed. Not saying he didn't mm-hmm. do that, but like that is one of the strangest things I've heard. And we still haven't even gotten to the final topic that I want to talk about later. Um, how about New Jersey? New Jersey sucks. Did you guys see uh, Lindy Ruff getting booed on opening night? Good. Listen yes. to me. Listen to me. Okay. 
Jack Hughes is screwed me like two nights. <laughs> he screwed me in fantasy. I, I there's one game I forgot what what the day was. I I had to pick between either putting Jack Hughes in or putting Anze Kopitar. Jack Hughes got nothing, and Kopitar had like three assists. The kid's screwing me. Frick, what the hell is happening? Like I don't. Know. Is that Jack Hughes' fault though? I, man, li- man, listen, listen. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But like obviously, like New Jersey wasn't gonna be like great, but like thought we'd be they'd be better than this at least. Holy flip. That's Man. true. That's true. We should also point out, you know, it's it's yes, it's the first two, three, or four games of the season for some teams, but uh I don't give a damn. We go, we're gonna do this anyway. <laughs> uh <laughs> what about uh Columbus? What about them? They're uh they're not doing too hot, and Patrick Line is out for like that sucks a month. That's Pat- troubling for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's big trouble for them. Imagine being Johnny Goodrow letting everybody know, hey, Columbus is where I want to be. And now you have to be the man in Columbus. Yeah, literally. And like when he when it comes down to it, he probably didn't pick Columbus to be the man. He probably just went there to be like, you know, be a nice little dynamic duo between him and Line. And now the Line is out well, like what month? Yeah, and like but- it looked like mm-hmm. he looked great. He looked like he was walking into this season with like all the swagger and all the confidence, like like it was gonna be a breakout year for him. So like that's unfortunate on that on that sense, like Line being out so early, but they're in a they're in a interesting division, that's for sure. So remember, knows? it's Columbus. Like I've 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 been told it's a nice city. It's a great place to be, but I'm sure for a lot of those fans, if uh, they keep losing, they're just gonna. I mean. They were probably already doing it anyway, watching the Ohio State Buckeyes football team. Like, that's a st- that's a team that, like, and I'm sure there are other NHL teams that suffered this too, but, like, it's Ohio State and then everyone else in that state. And it, especially, look, Columbus ain't beaten Ohio State in, in, uh, in rings. I know that. No disrespect. Um, What about the Ottawa Senators? Cam Talbot's hurt. Uh, they lost to Toronto the other night. I thought they were going to make the playoffs at one point. It's not looking too good. Nope. Nope. I thought Boston was going to be in this position, and it seems like all their players are healing up pretty quickly. So, uh, yeah. Can I can I yeah. say can I say like one thing on Ottawa? Of course you can. And of course, I'm not talking about the team itself. This is to the fans. Uh to all the fans who were tweeting at Leafs fans saying that, oh, the Leafs are trash now and that Ottawa's going to wipe the floor with us and kick our asses and all that type of stuff. I just think it's funny how they lost the game the same way the Leafs would. Leafs were winning, then they tied it, and then they scored again, then the Leafs tied it, and in the final minutes of the game, the Leafs scored. I just think it's funny. So you know what, Ottawa, you have a great team. You have a great team. You have the 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 you know the the shells or the flame of a great team. That's awesome. That's great for you. Good. That's awesome. That's cool. However, comma, to quote The Rock, noted least fan, The Rock, know your role and chill out. Please what? clip this for the next time the Sens beat the Leafs like five one. Julian, Hold on. Julian, it'll happen anyway. It's fine. I'm gonna actually. Clip. I'm still waiting for a clip of Omar predicting that the Leafs are going to win the cup. I didn't know such again. Omar got that quote wrong, by the way. <laughs> Omar go got that. Omar that. got that wrong line wrong. Oh yeah, he did. It's did. know your role and shut your mouth. <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> by the way, um, shout out to the Rock for uh, 
just deciding to promote Black Adam at uh, Scotiabank Arena the other day. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I didn't, Let's go, Leafs. I didn't know why he was there. Like, it was just like showing them for a split second. I'm like, is that The Rock? Why? Well, okay, cool. Sure, fine. Whatever. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. I, uh, Minnesota is the last team I kind of want to mention on this list. They haven't won anything yet. Uh, Kirill Kaprizov has like one goal. But let's just be real here. You know, we've we've talked enough about all of these teams who are disappointing and surprising us and all that. Let's get to this damn topic I want to talk about. Let's talk about that damn list of uh, most handsome NHL coaches. Let's let's finally do this. Uh, this is something that has been out for a couple of weeks now. Uh, a gambling website that doesn't pay any of us uh, decided to let everyone know uh, in order from one to 32, who the most handsome NHL coaches are, according to some random ass algorithm. And uh, I don't need to go through every single coach on this list, but I find it really ridiculous that Daryl Sutter is number two on this Thank list. Thank you. Thank you. How? Like, How? no disrespect to Daryl. I'm not, look, Daryl, nothing, nothing bad to say about Daryl as far as I'm concerned. Brother, you're not number two. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Paul Maurice absolutely should be ranked ahead of Daryl Sutter. Uh, uh, Marte St. Louis should be ranked ahead of yeah. Daryl Sutter. I think Marte St. Louis is a is a handsome short king, and he deserves to be ranked higher than Daryl Sutter. Um, Rod the Bod? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Rod Brindamore. He does tied for tenth on this list. That's so dis- that's that's so disrespectful. He could punch a hole. He could punch a hole through like every single coach in the NHL. He is shredded. I don't understand. I, I that that shocked the hell out of me. I don't understand yeah, how you. he's that low. There's no way. Absolutely Doesn't no way. Makes sense to me. I still think Peter Laviolette right, ranked dead last. I don't understand the logic. Yeah, I and and do I just think people do I have a different view of, of beauty standards compared to other people? I understand, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, but Peter Laviolette is not 32nd. I also don't think Peter Laviolette and Jay Woodcroft look that different. <laughs> who I'm, who I don't know what, what's the criteria? I just I don't know what the criteria is. Like, is it like no one knows? They entered like it into version. uh some like app. They put so all the photos app. through an app. So yeah. some app just dictates that uh, Jay Woodcroft is 31 coaches ahead of Peter Laviolette. And I, so I this Gary... app, this app determined that Jay Woodcroft is hotter than Rod Brindamore. That is asinine. That's and the Daryl Sutter is second. <laughs> no, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Because oh, Bruce Bruce Boudreau is 16th. What? <laughs> yeah what the hell is this lit bruce there it is oh bruce is ahead of luke richardson and martin st louis yeah that's shocking wow. oh is sheldon there okay sheldon made 13 okay i'm hey. surprised i'm surprised <laughs> i'm surprised john cooper and jed bednar were mid-table because that's wrong they are not they yeah, are not john cooper is very low on this list john cooper's that's, 27th that's yeah, what? No, what the, David blind. Quinn is 29th? Yo, Jared Bednar should be higher too, man. What the heck is this? This is a very strange list. How is Lindy John... Ruff? How is Lindy Ruff in the top 20? <laughs> what the hell is this list? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this list? Nah, this is crazy. 
<laughs> Yo, John Hines is four. John Hines man, is too high. Man, man, man. And, and again, if there's any like NHL coach that ends up watching this, this is no disrespect, no hate. However, however, like the facts are the facts, man. Like there, there are some like solid question marks on on this list. Like Dallas Eakin seven. Come on, Craig Baru. Get the hell out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid list. I'll say this: John Tortorella at nine. You know what? what? I don't hate it. <laughs> what? John Tortorella at nine. I swear, this is just a freaking lottery lottery bowl, and they just like pick random names. I, 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 I don't understand. 12. I don't understand. Brad Larson's not twelve. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. Oh. I actually got to Lane Lambert and legitimately had forgotten he was the Islanders coach. Yeah. Because the Islanders decided to not bring back Barry Trotz. Where would Barry Trotz be ranked on this? Probably second or third. I was about to say probably second or third. Like, this is all over the place. I have no idea. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Oh, man. This is, this is, I'm glad we were able to spend some time on this because this is the most ridiculous thing. Maybe, I mean, there's a lot of ridiculous things I'm sure we will get to on zone time. But this random golden ratio face way of doing things. Bruce Cassidy to... is hotter than Mike Sullivan. What <laughs> <laughs> the flip is this? <laughs> Yo, I can understand. Like, this is just like live live reactions from Omar. This is this, <laughs> this is really is good. So this is just... some of the best like internet content we could ever muster from this. This, this is perfect. Is so weird, Rick Bonus. What the <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm, I'm loving Omar censoring himself at each coach outrageous. <laughs> oh my god. This list is ridiculous, ridiculous, man. Okay. If Zone Time was uncensored, this would be way different reaction oh, right now. Oh, oh. <laughs> How much more different would it be if this was uncensored? Every everything <laughs> that I say in relevance to the least would have what F word in between. Did you okay? Oh. Did you hear what Bruce's reaction to the list was though? Because it was the best. They asked coaches. Yeah, oh, they did. So Connect yeah. Media ask anything and everything. What but it was a great say? answer. What did he say? His quote was, "He believes that an awful lot of blind people were involved." <laughs> <laughs> the honesty. Yeah. Bless, bless him. I hope he did not get fired. Bless him. Me too. David Quinn uh, was asked about it, and I think he said, um, like, Derek Lalonde, uh, at being at number three, he's like, I, I know his number should start with a three, but there's no way he should be number three. Like, David Quinn, <laughs> David Quinn had the most <laughs> underrated quote of anybody. I think that was him. Like, everyone else was like, yeah, you know, it's kind of weird. Everyone's kind of blind. But David Quinn straight up went for, for Derek Lalonde and was like, so nah, funny. bro, you you definitely not better looking to be <laughs> That's so. I'll funny. pull up. I'll pull up the specific quote that he said. Oh my this is, gosh! This is hilarious. He this says, "I'm happy with 29th. Is... It means you're not last. It's what coaching does to you. Look at me. Uh, if <laughs> <Look> I'm." At... <laughs> <laughs> and he says, context, "I know Derek." He says, "I know Derek Lalonde. He ain't three. There's a three in there. But please, there's another. <laughs> there's another after. There's another number after it. Please quote me." <laughs> Yo, that's He's like I said that. Yes, <laughs> yes, I said it. 
Oh my god. Even Daryl Sutter was asked about it over the week. It was funny actually. Like Daryl Sutter got asked about it over the weekend before that Calgary uh Edmonton game. And I remember when that list came out, like among all the media people in Calgary, yeah. I remember just as a joke, like, all right, who's gonna ask like Daryl Sutter this question? And everyone just looked at each other like I ain't gonna do it, man. Yeah, exactly. I I would... not. And then it took like Bob Stoffer from like Oilers Media to ask him that question. And I don't really remember specifically, but Sutter didn't say anything like he didn't give like a zigger, but I think he, you know, I don't necessarily think he agrees with that ranking. He, it's probably he, just like, okay. Daryl Sutter is very like, there's a YouTube compilation of Daryl Sutter isms. It, it's my yes. favorite video. It's so funny. He just like, Daryl Sutter. He's so a guy funny. who, like, if you are, if you guys are ever in a position where you have to ask Daryl Sutter a question, make sure you ask him one, make sure you ask him a question. Two, be prepared for him to answer the question. Like, if you're one yeah. of those people who's trying to ask, like, a question and you have, like, an ulterior motive behind it, you're trying to get him to say something else, yeah. he's not going to do it. He's going to answer the question. Like, I, like Errol last Sutter week I asked him. in face value, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I asked him if, if Jacob Markstrom was okay because he, he had been battling an illness. And maybe other coaches would be like, yeah, he has been battling an illness and he's been sick and he's trying to, you know, get himself up to say blah, 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 blah. I went to Daryl Sutter's like, is Jacob Bartram okay? He's like, he's okay. <laughs> That's all he said. That's, That's all he said. He said, he's okay. <laughs> just nodded his head and just went about his business. That's awesome. Daryl Sutter, everybody. <laughs> Daryl Sutter. Um, Omar, do you have any other reactions to this list? No, I mean, I think. Off? I think that that's that's about it. I mean, like Rod, man, Rod not being in the top three is is crazy. I I don't oh. that like that one. I can't that one. I can't like I can't. Do you think Craig Broom would be top? Actually, something else I just realized here. Mm-hmm. You know, Jay Woodcroft was a child actor. What? Yeah, like he was. There was this like show called The Littlest Hobo. He was like a he was like an extra on that show. That's incredible. Oh, you know, I don't think any of us have watched The Littlest Hobo, but I think all of us have watched. Oh, I have. Jade, you've watched The Littlest Hobo? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I, I was going to say all of us have watched Sports mm. Center and have watched Jay and Dan reference The Littlest Hobo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That I'm familiar with. Interesting. Cool. Okay. I didn't know that. Uh, uh, Avery, can you tell us about The Littlest Hobo for everyone else who doesn't know? Oh, okay. Basically, it's a TV show from the 70s and 80s about a dog that solved crime the dog would help um save children and it ran on cbc for like eight years this dog is at the star same people in these little towns across canada was the littlest hobo wild about children too (laughs) (laughs) the dog did save children so i guess (laughs) oh man holy it's right there i'm sorry Oh, all right. Let's let's <laughs> sign off before we get ourselves canceled. Uh, okay, we've done enough carnage. Uh, but that's what this type of show is about—just being all over the place and just being. Uh, Omar's got say, the hand up. I saw. He has say to say one, one last thing. thing. Last week we talked about heart heart trophy uh, favorites. Sidney oh, Crosby is oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Points. Wait a minute. Not yeah. only should we talk about that, we should also talk about the fact that both you and I, Omar, said that people should watch out for that Nazem Kadri line with Filthy. Andre Majupani Filthy. and Dylan Dubé. We did Filthy. it. We're doing real well. That's Filthy. what's up. Filthy That's line. why you watch Zone Time, because mm-hmm. sometimes our takes are right. Mm. 
such Ask a sick line. If you wanted to go in on a lottery ticket together, and he didn't answer me. <laughs> I mean, we can. Hey, that seems pretty typical. So right about that. not the most responsive also... person in the group chat. It's true. It's true. I have to do better. I have to do better when it comes to that. However, I do. I I am around for the important stuff. Like when you Sam are. said. Like when Sam said, "Hey, I, I drafted Michael Bunting." I said, "Good for you. Good. It's a good. It's a good choice." Because Michael Bunting is the way. Michael Bunting is the answer. Michael Bunting forever. It's gonna be so. Only within, until... only within reason, so you don't have to overpay him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I just want to have a. I just want to have a, a request. When Michael yes. Bunting signs with like the Arizona Coyotes or like the Colorado Avalanche. And the the episode we film Zone Time can my block just be completely in grayscale? Yes. <laughs> I, wanna, I, wanna, I don't know if that's possible, but if we can do that when it eventually happens, I'd, I'd appreciate that. I think it would add to the to the tone, With like a tear. Yes, just like you just yeah, and you have to be a real one. I could literally just be a cartoon one, just like yeah. this is on my face. It follows me the entire time because that would. Do be we a... need like we need some sad music behind that too? No, that's reserved for the compilation of me being upset. <laughs> oh. Yeah, like, like the the Tic Tac Tomar compilation of Zone Time when that eventually surfaces on the internet. Oh, that's gonna be wild. Cause like, I can't wait. I forget the things I do sometimes, and then when I watch it, like when the one was made last year ahead of the playoffs, and I was like actually laughing out loud. I was like, oh wow, this is how I this is this is the things I say. Okay, cool. Well, you know, <laughs> telling you, man. There's a lot. There's a lot to come, man. I mean. Matt Murray's gone for a month. Like, what if like the Leafs? What if the what if by the time we do this podcast wait, next wait, week, wait, the Leafs will have come wait, off wait, a loss wait, to wait, Arizona? Wait, time the hell out. Why? Where the hell did this come from? I was <laughs> I was really okay. Where, where the hell did this come? Also, also, I know I'm gonna be okay if the Leafs lose to Arizona. You know why? Because I expect why? it. I expect it of them. They always lose. I think I saw. I don't know if it's true or not. I think I saw somewhere that the Leafs haven't beaten the Arizona Coyotes in regulation in like years. In regulation, yes, and you know what? Thinking about it, I think that's true because every time either we get shut out by someone who comes out of nowhere, we lose in overtime on some freaking foolery, or a former Leaf decides, Hey, ah, uh, yeah, I played for the team before, so I'm gonna go off for this one game and then freaking do nothing else. So, Nick Ritchie, yeah, I expect the hat trick, it's okay, do it, it's fine, I'm ready, I'm ready to watch it. Anyway, if Nick Ritchie gets a hat trick, it, gets the it, it, it could be worse. Like you could be Anthony Stewart predict, <laughs> predicting that Jack Campbell is going to win the Vezina this season. <laughs> it's only been two games. Only two games. Yeah, man, he's allowed, I, watched, uh, I watched that first seven game. goals. No, nah, man, I watched that. Y'all doing Jack dirty, man. That defense is horrendous. No, oh, my yo, God. Yo, yo, that defense man. is bad. I don't no, guys, no, that defense is bad. Not so Jack Campbell. Come on. Not zone time, man. Like, I'll like Oilers fans are going off. And also, I will also say, Leafs fans, stop it. That's not cool. Stop, stop enjoying Jack Campbell's misery. The hype that Jack Campbell got was not Jack Campbell's fault. Blame the Oilers fans, not Jack Campbell himself. Jack Campbell is cool. He's happy. Allow him, allow him to, to thrive. One of those one of those goals was on the defense. The other ones were interesting. But you Yo. know. Anyway. Yup. Do y'all remember from that game when Brett Kulak got eaten up by the ice on that Nazem Kadri goal? Mm. Damn. Damn, I saw that live. I watched that Kadri <laughs> goal like 30 times. I saw that live, bro. And I was just like, oh no. Oh no, oh no, the whole time. And then he just scored the goal. I was just like, damn, Brett Kulak, it had to be you. It had to yeah. be you. He got destroyed. It was a beautiful goal. Man, and it was really nice goal too. And the yeah. Battle of Alberta too. 
That was a, no, it didn't get talked a lot too, but that was the first time Nazan Kadri played Evander Kane since, since he got yeah. crunched in the playoffs. I forgot oh, it. Yeah. I heard chirping in the first I completely period. forgot about that until they showed it. I was like, I oh, yeah, he was the one who injured him, or at least yeah, and, I forgot about that. And like within like five minutes, they were already chirping at each other. I was like, oh, yeah, right. Like, like Evander Kane like crunched him into the boards and like mm-hmm. broke his thumb yeah. that way. Avery, what are, what are your thoughts on Jack Campbell? Yeah, talk about Jack Campbell in the Battle of Alberta. You know what? One thing after after those games, guys have said in the, in the locker room, like Dry Saddle Woodcroft has said, you know what? It's on us. We can't leave him out to hang him up to drive. The team has his back. And you know what? Like I said, it's only two games. This ain't college football. We're losing two games, ends your season, and you're playing the Meineke Car Care Bowl. So... <laughs> <laughs> I have another. I have a follow up question for Mr. Yes, Lewis of course. Google the fourth. Um, yes. In the event, in the event that it isn't that the season is just early, um, does Ken Holland have Miko Koskinen's number on speed dial? Why? We have Stuart Skinner. That boy was nice in relief. That Stuart. That boy was nice. Stuart Skinner was pretty good. That is, true. he was good. And he is Avery the is. Avery is has been the biggest believer in Stuart Skinner. I think more than mm. anyone. In Oilers Twitter, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm a, I'm a proud backer of Stuart Skinner, and yes, he pulled Garvey. I wave those flags very high, like a true friend daddy and true Jamaican. Jump and wave, oh my, jump and wave. <laughs> <laughs> so when we see Avery at Carrie West, you're gonna walk around big flags with pulley RV and Skinner, probably. Oh, oh my God! So Avery, so you believe in Stuart Skinner? Yes, yes, okay, sir. So if Stuart Skinner ends up outplaying Jack Campbell. Then what is Stuart Skinner's contract going to be, considering he is an RFA at the end of the season? Dun dun dun. Oof. That's See, a good I, question. I, I hit him. I hit him with the leaf. That's that's what they that's what they do to us all the time. Hey, this player is great, getting well. <laughs> what are they going to make? Hey, what are they going to make? What's the new contract? Hey, how much I is don't... Michael Bunting going to make? Hey, how much? Yo, I man, Stuart that. Skinner might have to hit Ken Holland with the four like Austin Matthews. I don't know. <laughs> I will discuss that. On a future zone time. See? <laughs> Gotta keep watching to find it. out. Yes, we do have to keep watching. I feel like I tried to end this podcast like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, my bad. No, I that's fine. I no, that's fine. say that I was right about Crosby. That's okay. That is more than <laughs> fine. There is a lot of time for us to, to continue to prove ourselves right. And, of course, uh, for the inevitable downfall of uh, some teams. And uh, we get to laugh about those teams. You put your hand up. I wasn't even talking about you guys. Anyway. Uh, thank you all so much for watching uh, Zotime or listening to Zotime wherever or however you consume podcasts uh, big shout out to our producer Karen Breen who uh, just had his um, citizenship ceremony this week uh, he's one hey! of us one of us so big up to, to Karen and uh, big up to the Yahoo team for keeping uh, this podcast going even if we will say things uh, like commenting on the Minnesota Wild and, and how they go about uh, some of their extracurricular activities. All right, I've said it off, everybody. Uh, <laughs> thanks for checking out our podcast. We'll be back next week. Yeah! 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 